Thank you for joining us for this message from Cornerstone Community Church in Lynchburg, Virginia. Here's Pastor Willie Taylor. The Gospel of John, chapter 15, verse 8. It says, My Lord is glorified, for Jesus is speaking, by this, that you bear much fruit, so shall you be my disciples. God wants us to bear much fruit. And when we're speaking of fruit, we're speaking of just the characteristics or the, the attributes of, 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 um, of the Holy Spirit as he works through us and we yield to him his character, his attributes come out to others. And that's what we want. They're not ours. They're his. Without him, we can do nothing. Last week we talked about long-suffering. We emphasized that a lot and in, in, um, being generous and self-control. And we talked a little bit about David and Abigail. They did a pretty good job of some of the fruit. But Nabal, ooh, boo, he didn't do too good at all. So, we are emphasizing the fruit of the Spirit rather than the desires of the flesh. So today, in part two, we want to still be in Galatians, emphasizing maybe one or two or three of those fruit, but yet emphasizing some more because as I said before, that's not all of what the Holy Spirit has. It's just nine fruit. <laughs> He's God, and he has everything good, because everything that's good comes from above. So let's look at Micah. And I'll point out some of those as we get to it. We're going to just hit a, hit a few scriptures today. And I want to emphasize really, really totally, one, what I believe is a fruit, but it's not one of those nine. Michael chapter 6, verse 8, Michael. That's one of the, what people call minor prophets. But it's just, he's not really minor. He's, it's just a small uh, book. Verse 8. It says, reading from the New American Standard. He has told you, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? Now, so he's telling the, the children of of God, he's telling them, this is what the Lord really requires of you. To do justice. To do justice. Now, if you would look in another translation like the Amplified Classic Edition, it, it'll tell you justly, to do justly. You know, it's a lot of people 
who don't do justly. And we know it's so in the world, the unsaved. But there are a lot of people who claim Christianity, but they don't do justly. They really don't. Or justice. And this word justice, it, it, it's, it's really talking about everything that has to do with judging because in our government we, we have the, you know, the legislative, the judicial, and executive parts of the government. They, they divide up into three parts. But with, with this word, it's not to really divide up. It's every, all of those three in, into one justice. So whether we're making laws, whether we are uh, judging laws, whatever we are doing, uh, it has to be just. It has to be just. And you know, as well as I know, that's one of the problems in the nation today is that, and, and it has been, it has been. Ever since I was, I could, I, I knew anything about anything, people didn't do justly. They didn't treat people just. And they're still not pe- treating people just. And we're talking about a lot of people. We're not talking about uh, just uh, one or two sets of people, ethnic groups. We're talking about a lot of people. We're talking about, really, uh, are we treating the elderly as well as we're treating the young adults? Are we, are we doing that? They said that the, the uh, generation... Uh, that's getting old today is more of them than they are of the young folks. And so, um, and I'm in that group. So, you know, you, you think about how well do we treat the elderly? Do we just want to throw them in a, in, a, in a home somewhere? Do we want to really honor them as our, their elderly? And, 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 and do we want to honor them for all their years of experience. You see, because some, in some t- places, like in, in some churches, you know, the young people don't want to be in a church with the older folks. The older folks don't want to be in a church with all the young folks. <laughs> and see, that's not what God said. Because we need each other. Really do. There's wisdom with age. When you get gray hair, you're supposed to have some wisdom. <laughs> supposed to have some wisdom. And we can think of many ways God is telling us about this. You just think about uh, do we honor people who, who really have positions? In life, more than we honor people who really don't have position in life. Like in, in, uh, when, when I was in the hospital, I was uh, 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 and, and also teaching school. I like to really get to know the cooks, not because I like to eat, but uh, you know I like to know the cooks. I like to know the custodians. And uh, when I was when I was teaching, uh, 
uh, I would tell the uh, custodial department and the person who cleans the cafeteria, my part of the cafeteria, which is which which was um, at Beth Hills, which was um, they partitioned it off, and my part was a little part like from here to there, and um, I said, hey, don't worry about cleaning this part over here. You just do what you need to do. I'll clean my portion over here. And then I would do that. I'll empty the trash can. I'll do all those those things because I wanted to honor them and recognize that they have a lot to do. And I could do that. I could do that. And sometimes we honor uh, the principals, the teachers, the superintendent. Uh, We'd rather be with them than to be with the cooks and the uh, ones working in the cafeteria, the ones cleaning the floors and and do all that. We don't think much of the custodial department. That's still, are we really being just? And we want to honor one group over another group when God says, honor all. That's what he says now. That's what's in the scripture. Honor all. So we have to think about that because this is going on in our nation. And I'm not talking about just the uh, two ethnic groups, you know, and all this kind of stuff. I'm not talking about the, the uh, just this group and that group. Are we just in our religion, in our uh, serving Christ? Or do we want to talk about those who don't believe like us? And they might want to talk about us because we don't believe like them. Or vice versa, whatever the situation may be. Do we treat the, the Catholics different than we treat this group? Do we treat, treat the Methodists any different than we treat, uh, treat this group? Uh, what, what, are we, what, what are we really doing? Are we really just in how we treat people? And God says that I require you to do justice or to do justly. That's what I'm requiring of you, my people. And so I want us to think about that. I don't want it just to be reading something and say, well, you know, we have, a, uh, we're talking about the fruit of the Spirit, and uh, justice is not one of those nine fruits. So that's not a fruit of the Spirit. Really? That's not a fruit of the Spirit? That means the Spirit doesn't, doesn't work that through us? No, we're in bad shape. You know? If, if, if we yield into the Spirit, but we are unjust because that's not one of His fruit. Come on. I want Him to work that through me because I know it's from Him. That's God. We, we, we want God to be just, don't we? We don't want God to be partial, do we? But how many of us are partial, partial in the body of Christ, universal? How many of us are, are, are just partial to people by maybe their income, maybe their, uh, the way they, way they live, things like that? And when we... Uh, got the house that we're in now, 
uh, it was just the grace of God uh, because the person who lived in it used to be in our church and they moved out of town and they rented their, their home and after a couple, three, four years, they, uh, I wanted to rent it because he had been renting it. He said, hey, let's, let's, let's talk about buying it. I was like, I can't afford it. He said, well, let's see what we can do. And he made it affordable. That's what they did. They made it affordable. And and it was just the grace of God. And and people uh, as why what are you living over that side of town for? That's a I mean, what, is it something wrong? Is it a is it a, is it a side of town I, I belong on? <laughs> you know? <laughs> because that's what I was told when I first got to Lynchburg, uh, I went, to, went, went home with one of the assistant principals and uh, went by his house, and he said, uh, this, is, this is where I live. I said, oh, this is nice. Uh, he said, but you can't live over here. <laughs> I said, oh, I can't. Okay. Okay. It, it, it's, it's weird. It's weird. You know? But... Are we just? Are we just? To love, it goes on to say, kindness. Now, kindness is a, a, a great uh, a word. Um, it's everything within me. I mean, it has to be all my whole mind, soul, Everything has to be kind. And everything that's harsh has to be rooted out. Everything harsh. And I know, I know that this is a fruit of the Spirit. Um, It's one of them, of course. Man, but but just kindness and gentleness, maybe the King James would say, is that I can't be harsh when things don't go my way. And, and and I know when I was younger, I used to be that way when things didn't go my way. Uh, and the, the person who didn't give me my way, then I would be harsh them and I'm just so uh, repentant of how I used to be but without Christ you can forget it without the Holy Spirit working kindness through us we can be harsh when we get upset we can be harsh We can be unkind when we get upset, when we don't like something. And I said, okay, God, we have to, we have to yield to you because I don't have it in me. I have it in me when everything's going hunkadora. Oh, I got it. But God is calling for us to have it all the time. 
and to walk humbly with your God. And the, the, the um, Amplified would say uh, to walk, to humble yourself and to walk humbly with your God. Because we need to humble ourselves to even walk in humility towards God. We, we really do. And humility is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's not my fruit. It's not your fruit. You know, We don't have humility. We have pride. And God wants us to be humble. And so how do we be humble apart from him? And any time it tells us to uh, be kind, to love kindness, like we went over, is telling us that now this kindness is called loving kindness. Loving kindness. Matter of fact, you can call it mercy. Because, see, mercy is the same as loving kindness. And so uh, the, the Amplified would, would even say that. He want us to uh, be merciful and be kind, loving kind. So you'll see that in some versions it will say uh, mercy. And you say, well, mercy is not a fruit. It's one, not one of those nines. You're going too far. Uh, well, let me tell you, let me ask you. Do, 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 do you want God to be merciful, merciful, merciful with you? Absolutely. Is he merciful? Absolutely. Well, then, the Holy Spirit must not be merciful. Is that not a fruit? If there's one, not one of those nines. He's God. Is he merciful? God is merciful. Absolutely. 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 And I want mercy. I want mercy. <laughs> and so let's, let's dwell there just a little bit. Um, let's go to James chapter 2, verse 12. It says, so speak and so act as those who are to be judged by the law of freedom. And of course, we know that, the, that we've been redeemed from the law because uh, you, you can't keep it. And it was there. And since we couldn't keep it, we're in sin. And so we're, we're stuck until grace came through Jesus Christ. Once we gave our life to Jesus Christ, we've been freed from the law, and we're under grace. So for judgment, it says in verse 13, we'll be merciless. We want mercy now. All of us want mercy. But it says judgment will be merciless to one who has shown no mercy. 
mercy triumphs or literally boasts against judgment. When I when I when I when I, I when I was looking at that triumph over judgment, um, and it means to boast against judgment, I was trying to picture what does that actually mean. And and so what God is saying is that as we are merciful, it's like filling up or filling up just a, a empty place. It's just filling it up, filling it up, filling it up every time you're merciful. And then when judgment time comes, because we're gonna we're gonna be we're gonna be judged too. I'll go to that in a minute. Then God is merciful, so He shows us mercy if we have shown mercy. And even if we have not shown mercy in some situations, we have to draw from is God. God, we, we were we were kind to people, you know. We were merciful to people. And so, uh, since we are merciful, then he says, well, you were merciful sometimes. Let me, let me draw from this right here. And okay, okay, you, you, you're okay in that area. I'll look over that. But if I've shown no mercy, it's nothing to fill up. Nothing to fill up whatsoever. And, and some of you who play cards, uh, I don't play cards not because of this bad thing. Uh, it's just that uh, I don't know how, and if even, even and I never wanted to learn how. And so, um, but I, 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 I would see, I'll, I'll be in a room with, with the men that I used to hang out with the other teachers when I first came to Lynchburg. They would have uh, card playing nights and everything. I want to hang out with them, so I'll, I'll be there, and I'll, I'll be sitting around, and and I'll, and. They, they they had a game. I don't know what this game is. I don't know what it means, but they said that this card would trump that which you just put out there. And I said, what does that mean? I didn't, well, I didn't know whether it was a joke or I didn't know whether it was a, I don't know what. Have y'all ever heard that? This card trumps this, what you got. And what does that mean? What you threw out normal would be okay, but no, I, I threw this and that, this this card I just threw it trumps yours, and so it, it, it I, I thought about that because because mercy triumphs or trumps judgment when we should have judgment on this issue when we stand before uh, Jesus Christ and I, I'm, I'm speaking to all saints now I'm not speaking to the I'm, I'm unbelievers yet. I'm not speaking to them. I'm speaking to all uh, the saints. Is that we're going to be judged too. And we know we're not perfect. We need some mercy. Yeah. And I want them to pull out this, 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 this little thing here. Some mercy. That'll trump over this, this ju- judgment thing. That's what I want. In uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 7, it says, Blessed 
are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. And we, we remember that on the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. It is all the way through the scripture is that he says, blessed, happy is the merciful. Happy, blessed you're going to be, for you're going to receive mercy. So we need to, as Christians, we need to be trying to pile up a lot of trump cards so that when, when, when judgment comes, and I'm not speaking of going to heaven or hell. We, we're already saved. But it says, let, let, let's go on and read it. In, in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, it says, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ. All of us, so that each one may receive compensation for his deeds done through the body in accordance with what he has done, whether good or bad. So we're all going to stand, Christians, we're all going to stand before the judgment seat. But it's not going to be, we already say, we already uh, know where we're going, but we won't. I hope we want some reward. You know, I hope we want some reward. How are you going to throw something at the feet of Jesus if you don't have nothing to throw? You know, we need some crowns. We need something. And so I want to, when I'm judged, I want him to say, hey, Willie, you know, you did a good job over here. But over here, you know, you should have been merciful. You should have been merciful here. You should have been merciful this. And you should have been merciful. You remember that day you did this? You know, that was not mercy. That was merciless. But it's okay. Let me pull this trump card out of mercy that you've been showing over here. And I'm going to put it over here. And it'll trump that. Don't you want that? Yeah, we want that. We want that. We want it. Let's look at, we'll uh, go to. Proverbs. Let's go there. In, in Proverbs, it's, I guess uh, we're going to go to chapter 3, verse 1. This is our ending scripture here. Now, Proverbs. He was a proverb of Solomon, the son of David, the king of Israel. And we know Solomon was the wisest person to that point. God endowed him with wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. So um, the book is a wisdom book. And so I, I, I try to read it, read it, read it, memorize it, memorize it, all those type of things. Because of wisdom. Verse 1. My son, do not forget my teaching, but let your heart keep my commandments. You know, we, we, we want to keep the commandments of God with our heart, from the heart. 
uh, people, you know, who have, all of us have children, and those who don't have children yet, uh, wh- what you would, would realize is that our children sometimes can obey. They can obey, but it's not really from the heart. They just do it so that because they don't want to get punished. And so that's why he says, spare the rod, you spare the child. But they, so um, they, they'll do it. But God wants us to, because we're children of God, he wants us to keep his commandments from the heart. It wants to be a hard thing. Verse 2. For length of days and years of life and peace, that's one of those nine, they will add to you. Now, uh, we know that everybody who has wisdom might not necessarily live long. And you say, well, well, that's not what it says here. You just read it. Uh, yeah, this is, this, this, Proverbs is a, a wisdom book, and if we, if we keep this and do this generally, what it says is going to happen to us, but we still have to have to realize that God is in control. It's him who, who does things. And because if, if we say that, no, 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 anybody who died young, they didn't have wisdom. Well, uh, I don't think you would probably want to say that because Jesus died young. And he sure enough has wisdom. <laughs> All the treasures of wisdom was hid in Christ Jesus. That's the scripture. Is that correct? But God has a, had a plan. And so, uh, but still, if things are going normal, everything's going, you know, like uh, we're in the will of God, it says if we have wisdom, we keep his commandments from the heart, length of days and years of life and peace, they would add to you. And I don't know about you, all I get, then uh, I didn't used to think this way when I was younger. I, I said, I, I, I want some of this length of days and some of this years of life. And uh, I'm sure that everybody in here that's over uh, 40 probably wants some length of days. Yeah? Am I correct? Okay. I just want to know whether my place is. You might say, oh, I don't want no length of days, man. Just give me death. No, uh-uh. I want to fulfill the will of God. That's what I want to see. I don't want to die without fulfilling the wisdom. You know, his wisdom and his purpose for my life. Don't leave here without fulfilling the purpose that God has for you. Verse 3. Do not let kindness. Remember kindness? Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck and write them on a tablet your heart. And what's true? My word is true. The scripture says. My word is true. And so as we are we're talking about the uh, fruit of the spirit, I wanted to break from the story that I was telling about uh, Abigail, David, Nabal, and 
Let's go to the, just some of the word on it, and then we'll go back to another story. Not that one, but another story that, that, that will give us examples of another one that I have that uh, for the next time is that, oh, it's going to be something that we want to walk in. We want to walk in the fruit of the Spirit. And so... Uh, Mercy, I wanted to emphasize today, kindness, kindness, be kind, be kind to people, be kind to people. You know, somebody speak to you, speak to them. It doesn't hurt you to speak to somebody. Even if you don't like their personality, speak to them. Just speak to them. That's, that's kind. Be kind to somebody. Somebody, you know, uh, be kind to you, speak to you, speak to them. You know, you don't have to invite them for dinner. Just speak to them. Just speak to them. There, there are many ways if you pray, there's many ways the Holy Spirit will lead you to kindness. Kindness. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Be merciful. Be merciful. We know that we can do certain things, and we don't have to do other things, but be merciful. Be merciful. Think of somebody else rather than ourselves. This is what I'm trying to to teach in, 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 in this. God, he said, this is what I want you to do. I want your character to change. I want you to be more like me. You say that uh, you want to be like me, but let me tell you how to be like me. And this is what I want you to teach. The fruit of the Spirit. Because we want to be just like Jesus. When we talk, we want him to be talking. Is that correct? Because that's what Jesus did. What he said, he, he said that, I'm saying only what, what the Father said, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that. We want to speak like him. We want to act like him. We want to do things that he does. That's what we want to do. And that's the only way we're going to be a witness to the world who's not yet saved, whether it's our family members or whoever it is, is we want to start speaking just like everything we say is going to come to pass. Suppose that happens. Wow, wouldn't that be great? Would, would, we, would we really want to say, hey, look, God, he said, ask me anything, and I'll give it to you like he is so solid. Um, and we say, hey, whatever I say, it happens. Would you want that? I said, hey, hey wait a minute. Uh, if he asked me, I said, no, 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 hold, hold, God. Uh, let's don't do that. Uh, let, let, let me ask something else uh, because... My words are not yet right my, because my mind is not yet right. And I say some things that sometimes I shouldn't say because I have to repent. Come on. Anybody have to repent other than me when they say something? Yeah. And so I said, let, let, me, let me work on that. I'd rather to ask, God, I want to fulfill your will. I want to glorify you. And everything I do is come to pass. Yeah. 
God bless you, Pastor. And uh, before we go ahead with the communion, if you will bear with me, there's a song, this song of uh, mercy says, Oh, perfect redemption, the purchase of blood to every believer, the promise of God, the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son. And give him the glory, great things he has done. Oh, perfect redemption. The, per- the promise of God to every believer who truly believes. That's the word of God. And that's why we come here every day to celebrate the Lord, to celebrate what he has already done for us. And uh, we do this worship every time, but once a month, one Sunday, as a church together, we have communion, and through this communion, we remember the gospel of Christ, remember the redemption that he has purchased for us, and um, if you could please um, open your Bibles with me to the book of Matthew, chapter 26, verse 26 up to verse 30, and God bless you, Pastor, for the message, encouraging us to live by the way God has called us to be. For us, we read through scripture. We do this communion, as we say, to remember Christ. And remembering Christ involves remembering or what he has taught us as what he has taught us as Christians to do. The fruits of the spirit. We need that reminder always so that we can live according to that. Matthew twenty says, verse twenty says, reading through to the verse thirty. Matthew chapter 26, verse 20 says, going on to verse 30. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it near with you in my Father's kingdom. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Going back to the verse 27 and 28, then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my body of the new covenant, which is shared many for the remissions of sins that is what we are about to do and we're doing this to remember the lord and the lord the word of god encourages us that as we do this remembrance and go through it we also look into our hearts talk to our father and if in any way we might have not done what god has told us to do like being showing justice showing mercy god is merciful and is always there to bring us closer to him so may we take this moment to pray prepare our hearts if there's anything we need to repent of shall we ask the lord to have mercy on us as we prepare our hearts to take this
Heavenly Father, we thank you today for our lives. We thank you for what Jesus Christ did on the cross to bring the gospel, which is the good news to us. That as humans, we are Lord God. We don't. We are not perfect, but Your grace works for us, and Your grace brings us closer to You. And by believing in Christ, You give us Your Spirit, and Your Spirit leads us closer to You and turns us every day, every hour every minute to be like you. Father, we pray that as we are about to remember you through this communion, you would uh, have mercy, forgive us our sins, draw us closer to you, and let your spirit be greater in us and help us to bear fruits to you. And shall we take, um, before we go, say, take this, eat, this is my body. Then he took, that is when he gave them the bread. Shall we go ahead and um, open the bread and take that? And if you are online watching us, you can join us if you've already prepared your heart. Maybe you can take bread, crackers, or anything, and um, maybe some fruit juice and join us uh, so that as a church we can uh, come in with you. Shall we go ahead with the bread, please? So in the same way, then he took the cup and gave thanks and, and, and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Shall we pray over the fruit juice? Lord God, we, we thank you for your grace and we thank you that you've given us your blood. And he said we should do this as a reminder so that, Lord, we would cherish the work you did on the cross. Live a life that will draw us closer to you and live a life that will be a testimony to others around you. We thank you for this in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you, and if you can, you may please stand with us as we sing a hymn. To God be the glory, great things He has done. So love He the world that He gave us His Son. Who yielded his life and atonement for sin and opened the life gate that all may go in. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, let the earth hear his voice. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let the people rejoice. Oh, come to the Father through Jesus the Son and give him the glory. Great he has done. God bless you.
Thank you, Josh. Am I on? Okay. Doesn't sound like it up here. <laughs> I should do this more often. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Pastor. I think the word of the day is mercy. Um, when I was thinking about closing and I saw we were doing communion, God reminded me his mercies are new every morning. I'd like to think they're new every hour and new every minute because sometimes I need them that often. A lot of times I need them that often. And then as you were speaking, because you are going with the story of David, I was reminded David wrote, surely goodness and mercy, kindness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, whether they're long years or shorter. So um, I watched the president this week and then the response, and I was really blessed by Senator Tim Scott blessing the nation on national TV. And as I was thinking about just the scripture, I thought I'm going to expound a little bit and take the lyrics of the song as we send you off. The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace. May his favor be upon you and a thousand generations and your family and your children and their children and their children. May his presence go before you and behind you and beside you, all around you and within you. He is with you today and every day. Go in peace. Thank you for listening to this message from Pastor Taylor and Cornerstone Community Church. We are located in Lynchburg, Virginia at 525 Old Graves Mill Road. You can find us online at cornerstonelynchburg.com, contact us by email, cornerstonecom at comcast.net, or call us at 434-847-4796. We pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace.